DJ This is DJ Blake, and I want to make a quick PSA. My podcast is all about giving artists a voice, no matter how big or small they are, in the music industry. My next guest has created music to put out to an audience and has experienced backlash and hate. Anyone and everyone has the right to express themselves. And as a listener, you have the right to your own opinions and can choose whether or not to listen to an artist. But no one should degrade another person for putting out artwork. You don't have to like the work, but respect the person for expressing themselves. Now, without further ado, Young Germ. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Young Germ. What's up? Woo, Young Germ! Here we go. So you're one of these artists from up north, right? Yeah, I'm actually from up north in Marysville. Hey, shout out Marysville. For some reason... And I tell this to everyone. I like to generalize everything. So I say Seattle. Uh-huh. I mean Seattle. I mean Everett, Tacoma. Yeah. Everywhere is Seattle, you know? I feel like that's how most people look at it, too. Like, right. outside of Washington. Like, right. California, they only know Seattle. They don't know about, like, Everett. They're like, they'll hear, oh, he's from Everett. And then they're like, I mean, some artists will know, but most artists, they don't really know about local places. Exactly. So if I end up saying... Everett during the interview, I mean Marysville, yeah. those places. <laughs> when I think of up north, I for some yeah. reason think of Everett. But here we are, Young Germ, and you are how old? I am 18 years 18. old. 18, wow. I just turned 18 last month, actually. Wow, you're 18? Yeah. Man, this guy's got a baby face. I thought I had a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you start music, Young Germ? Um, Actually, I started writing music my freshman year. And it's the funniest story. I actually started writing music off of a diss track because this female, I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is. Uh, we were talking for a while, and then it was only like a month. It wasn't a while. Yeah. But we ended up breaking up, and I got so butthurt, I wrote a whole entire diss track on her in a day. Like, I spent through the entire school day just writing this fucking diss track. I was like, this girl is going to get it, bro. I wrote the whole thing. I showed everybody. A couple days later, this uh, principal, he started talking to me, and he was like, so I heard about this diss track. Like, all of the football boys are talking about it, because I was playing football at the time. And I was like, yeah, there's a diss track. And then he's like, you know, that's harassment, right? So you can't post it. And I was like, okay. And apparently, from what I was told, her mom was, like, threatening to sue if I ever posted it. So I never actually got to post the diss track. But I didn't actually get started into making music until earlier this year. And I started making music with one of my best friends, SFELO Life, or Darian Suen. Hey, dope. Do you regret doing that diss track? I don't. I think it was, like, hella funny. And I look back at it now, and she looks back <laughs> at it now. We both think it was hella funny. Yeah. Which is kind of... what is. Weird to me about music is, like, 
no matter what, what what type of music you're into, you always get some type of stigma. Even if you're in jazz, you might get a jazz stigma. Yeah. You know? But music, when it's in school, there's a ton of stigmas, which is kind of annoying. Like, no one takes you seriously for t- doing music in school. For real, there's so much hate and negativity, and I'm the opposite. I try and spread it as much positivity as I can. I hate negativity. Mm-hmm. So, I've been actually finding a lot of artists up in Everett, and when I mean Everett, I mean up north. Yeah. Okay. So, did you find inspiration from friends to start music, or what actually made you want to start music? I actually, so, in Marysville, there's this really well-known artist, his name is Donnie Doucet, and I really looked up to his music. Um, A lot of people would say that I'm clout chasing for saying that, but, like, if you actually look at my DMs with Donnie, he was a really cool guy, I talked to him about my music a lot. I sent him a beat for one of his songs, and he never got to post it, but I've heard it over, and he made that song better than I made my song like he was talented he was so gifted now is music something that you want a career in is it a passion is it a hobby um honestly I don't really look at his like music and materialistic things as the same thing I do it because I want to spread a message I want to be able to have people look at me and be like yo this person impacted my life like when I die I don't want to be known as nothing I want everybody to know my name for something right I not really for fame, just like I want to be looked at as like that dude saved my life, or his music was the reason why I'm still here, because I have artists like that, you know, Juice World. That was one of my biggest role models, and he recently just died because of pills overdose, and I fucking hate pills because of that. Like, I've never really liked pills, and then X, he was also a big influencer in my music. I really love both of them. What are the messages you're trying to portray in your music? I mean. Right now, it's just, you know, I make whatever vibe I get from the beats. I If I get a certain emotion, I get a certain emotion for each beat. Right. I don't try and keep my music to one genre. I like to be as versatile as I can be. Mm-hmm. Do you use autotune in your music? I do, and a lot of people hate on autotune, but, like, nowadays, look at all the artists that are around, and I can't really think of much artists that don't use autotune. Like, everybody edits their voice and mixes it somehow in their music. But what are your opinions on autotune? Mine, personally, I think when it comes to autotune, people use autotune because they have a lack of confidence in their music in a way. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely like debate this with me. I But what I see is because everyone is using autotune right now, it's hard to stand out in a way. So mm-hmm. when people gain that confidence in their music and they step back, step back from autotune, like Jay Apollo, for example, you mm-hmm. know, he has stepped back from the autotune. And I just think... Auto-tune nowadays falls into the same category as mumble rap, but once I've been able to interview more and more artists, I realize there's a place in the world for mumble rap, and it's not something you should diss on. Yeah. But what are your opinions when it comes to auto-tune? How does it make you feel when you use it? Do you use it for a confidence booster? What are your um, It's all about how much auto-tune you use, because some of my songs, I will admit, yeah, there is way too much auto-tune, and I don't like when I use too much auto-tune, and then like I don't really realize it until people start pointing it out. Like... Most of the time, I'll be listening to my own music, not really caring. I think it's a good song, and then a bunch of people will talk shit about how much autotune's in a couple of them, and then I'm, like, down. Right. Like, it kind of just drags you down, but um, other than that, it just really all depends on how much you use. Right. In a polite way, how does it make you feel when people try to diss on your music? Um, honestly, I really don't care. Like, they can hate on me all they want. Everybody's going to have hate. Everybody has their own opinions, but, like... I got my family by my side and everybody that loves me by my side, like, they're all supporting me, so I feel like I can make it just for that team. Like, I'm balling for my team. 
Where do you think hate in music comes from? Because it's weird that someone would hate on someone's music when you're putting out something that you're passionate about, you're just expressing yourself, it's a tangible piece of something, you know? Like, not everyone is able to produce music or put out music, and especially to showcase it to the world, you know? Yeah, and I feel like most of the people that hate are the people that can't produce music, too. And they hate on people so much because they look at all of the considered quote-unquote good artists and be like okay why aren't you like them well they're a completely different style they're their own vibe i'm my own vibe everybody has their own different way they portray themselves right do you see a difference in haters when it comes to school and outside of school yeah nobody talks shit out like winston face nobody talks shit but everybody talks shit online or Hmm. to other people's back in school because i'm not in school anymore so i know people say their shit at school i've had my homies defend me well, I'm not even there. So, like, shout out to... I got a couple of real ones for that. Right. What are your, what are your opinions on social media? Um, I go on social media a lot. I'm on social media most of my day. Like, <laughs> when I'm not working, I'm on social media or I'm just, like, texting other people. Like, I'm always doing something, making sure people know what I'm doing. Right. How does music come into your everyday life? Is it something you're really passionate about? Do you have other passions also besides music? So actually, I just released my album. And while I was writing that album, what I would do was I would work. And then whenever I wasn't working, I would spend hours just writing lyrics down. I have a bunch of just project songs ready to go. And like, it's all about time and dedication. Like I put all of my time that I have free into my music and all of my money goes to my music mainly like I'm really serious about this and I'm like hoping that everybody else fucks with me after how do you promote yourself um I just kind of just post my stuff around and then I've promoted a couple times on Instagram like through the paid Instagram promotions Mm -hmm. so when it comes to making music you fall under the hip-hop category right um I'm like I wouldn't consider myself a rapper because I don't really just rap. I rap in and then I'm also a singer. So I'm kind of just an artist. Right. What are your opinions on rappers, singers, artists that talk about things that they don't tangibly have in the moment? <laughs> <laughs> about fake flexing. Um, well, everybody does it. Like, I don't even think the big rappers, they talk about how they're shooting people and killing things, but if they're really shooting people and killing things, then they'd be behind bars. I know some of them are really about that and they're really killing people, but there's no way that there's as many rappers as there are and then they're all talking about the same stuff that they're not all in jail yet. Why do you think people like to rap about stuff like that, though, if it's not something they're actually doing? Because that's the trend. It's easy to talk about what's around. But why is it, though? I don't get that either, though, because, like, what is the point of lying about in your music? So, when I talk about stuff like that in my music, I more talk about what I want in the future. When I'm talking about bands, I want bands in the future. When I talk about the females, like, I want all the attention. Like, that sounds selfish, and that sounds, like, really self-centered, but I just love being attention. What makes a good artist, in your opinion? Um, a good artist is just all about how you portray your message. I will respect you if you are having the right intentions with your music. If you're just talking about popping pills and you're an asshole to everybody, no matter what, and you think that you're too good for everybody, then I won't like you and I don't want to associate with you, no matter how big you are. 
What is the communi- community you associate with? Isn't, like, Little Mosey come up around in that area a lot of times? Yeah, but... So, did you think Little Mosey kind of influences the sound up north? Um, a lot of people like Little Mosey. I haven't heard a lot of good stuff about Little Mosey. I'm not going to throw shade, because I don't know him, but I haven't heard a lot of good stuff about Little Mosey. Right. How do you separate an artist from a person? Or do you do that? Um... I have trouble doing that. If somebody portrays bad, mu- like, they have good music, but they portray a bad message, it's hard for me to listen to them. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Is that something you want to work on? Are you happy being able to do that? Like, if you're doing that towards someone, do you think people are doing the same things towards you? Yeah. I feel like if people don't like the vibe that I'm sending, then they don't have to listen to my music. And I don't, you know, no, my music's not for everybody. Right. A lot of people can hate on it, but a lot of people love it, too. What areas of music do you want to grow in? Um, honestly, I just want to be as versatile as I can. Like, one of my homies, his name is King Swiper. He was on here earlier. Yeah. He is swipe, one swipe, of swipe. yeah, swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> He is one of the most versatile rappers in the game right now, and he needs more clout. But I'm trying to have that kind of a style, you know, where I can go on a song, any type of beat, and just work. Right. Why do you think there's not really like clout in Seattle right now? Because it's just, there's so much potential, but not enough exposure. LA and California, they have so much exposure. They have so many, like, YouTubers and rappers there living there. Just so many people live in those popular areas. And Seattle, it's, like, a big place, but nobody really talks about Seattle as, like, a popular place to live. Nobody wants to live with the shitty weather that we have. Like, let's be real. But only time we have good weather is summer. Right. What do you do as an individual to help gain exposure for your music and Seattle? I try to connect with as many artists as I can. Like, if you check out my music, I don't even really have solos because I like making art music with as many artists as I can. Right. But some people would say if you're just making music with other artists, that also shows a lack of confidence. Yeah. And I'm going to work, I'm working on making some solos. So hopefully I'll get that running soon. I have a couple albums that I have ideas for working on right now. Right. When it comes to connecting with artists, though, or is it usually more up north? Are you able to connect with Seattle artists, Tacoma artists? Um, unfortunately, I'm not that big yet, but I'm starting to get there to where other people... I actually had some guy from... I think it was like Vancouver or something. He hit me up and he was like, yo, I want to make a song with you, and it was all free, and... He sent me his beat and his lyrics and everything. And I looked at his following and he had like 15K and I was like, holy shit, like <laughs> I have not even 1K yet and he's over here with 15K almost verified. Do you think Instagram and social media is important though to be an artist? I feel like Instagram and social media is more important than performing nowadays. Like how you promote, how you promote everything is how you get big and not really how you do it on concerts anymore. And everybody looks at it as the old way, but things have changed in times. So for you personally, you think social media in Seattle is more important than word of mouth? Yeah. Hmm. I just... No, that's good. It's important to have everyone's perspective. Yeah. That's important. When it comes to performing live, have you been able to do that yet? I've gotten to perform at like a few shows. I got one that was like an actual show at the Vera Project, and I performed at a few parties for friends. Right. It's important to start out small. Yeah. Like you can't think you're just going to be in a huge crowd one day. 
And then, you know, if you are local in Seattle or in the Seattle area, I'm going to the Vera Project on January 17th, performing a couple songs with my homie. He's right next to me. His name's JJL. I'm also with my other homie, Gav. I'm Gav, Is performing live something important to you, though? Like, if you continue to do this, is that something you even want to focus on? You don't have to perform live to be an artist, you know, you can just put out music. Honestly, out. I would love meeting as many people as I can that love my music, so I'd be, my dream is literally just to live on a tour bus and tour <laughs> my whole life, like, as much as I can, till I can't physically tour anymore. I could be 60 years old and all wrinkly and still be singing my first song, Walking Out, like. So, as a, as a Marysville artist, do you see a difference between, because you said you haven't been able to make those connections really in Seattle, mm-hmm. but do you see a different vibe compared to each city in Seattle when it comes to making music? Oh, most definitely. It all depends on who you talk to. Like, I've heard people from Seattle and Tacoma, and they're more about, like, trap and gang and everything like that compared to my music where I'm, like, talking about females. Like, I'm having girl problems, and they're having drug problems, and I'm like, damn, okay, but... Dude, yeah, I'm kind of tired of the SOB sound. <laughs> oh, that like, too. that's just getting old. Especially because I think they're the last people that could have done that sound. Like, yeah. That's something, <laughs> that's something I, in my opinion. They do it nice, though. Yeah, they do, but you, you can't really copy that, in my opinion. Yeah. I see that a lot. It's the same way with the Suicide Boys. They're so hard to copy, and there's oh so many people God. that try to have the same flow same as too. them. Same with Peep. Yeah. And they think that, you know, if you're suicidal and you're depressed, then you can be just like them. Right. Which... In retrospect, sometimes you can be, but most of the time you're not going to sound very good compared to how Lil Peep is, and right. that's not taking away from any artist, but I'm just saying. Right. What do you think the influence of drugs is in your life and when it comes to the music world? So, in the music world, it's all about pills. Like, I was talking to my mom about this, because I smoke kush. Like, I'm 18, I smoke kush. I'm a little young for it, but... Oh, shit, the police are at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, pills nowadays about as easy to get as Kush was for my parents. Like, it's so easy to get perks and Zans and all of that, and we don't even think about how dangerous they are. Look at all the people dying because of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a big influence in the rap game, and everybody's talking about how they're doing fucking lean and popping pills and doing perks and toeing zans and we're not even talking about how many people are dying off of them like that's why i will never associate myself with like perks but like i have a couple songs where i'm talking about zans but that's because i used to take zans for a couple like for a little short amount of time i was taking zans and then i stopped for your adhd right oh oh yeah (laughs) what do you what do you think it takes for artists and people in general to realize that drugs are bad you know, like pills and stuff, like honestly, because well, what does it take for it to actually hit home for someone? Because artists say, oh shit, like this artist died, so now I'm going to stop. But then like maybe a month later, they're back on it. So what do you think it actually takes for you as an individual and when it comes to the music community? What do you think it will actually take? Well, for me, it was losing people, but it's a lot harder for other people because addiction is a very real thing. And people will say that they stop and they try and go cold turkey and then addiction will come back and a month later they're doing it again because they can't stop. There's like a part in their brain. I think if you have a more serious problem, then you have to get more serious help. But if it's not as big of a problem, then it's a lot easier to take it on yourself. Right. It kind of depends on how lenient you are on that drug. Yeah. 
do you see when you see like people doing drugs and stuff do you th- do you see it as a as a, it's harder to break once you start at a younger age or does it matter what age you start for you to like become addicted I feel like you can get addicted at any age but around like your teenage years that's the easiest point to get addicted because your mind's still developing and so if you start giving your mind drugs then it's starting to think oh well this is how your mind's supposed to function so I need more of this and so as you're growing your mind's growing and getting used to taking pills so then you have to keep taking them as a normal thing and that's how people get addicted yeah what are your opinions on peer pressure (laughs) on peer pressure I mean it happens all the time but it really depends. At the end of the day, how I am is, it's all about self-control. Like, I don't have to do everything that people tell me to do because fuck what everybody else thinks. At the end of the day, I got my back, and I'm the only one that's got my back. Right. What is the importance of a support system for you, though? A good support system is my family, and honestly, my friends aren't even friends. It's either you're my brother or you're just another person. Uh, Thanks, if you're not a brother, then I don't vibe with you. Like, I don't have just friends. Right. What do you want to do with your platform as you can continue to grow as an artist? I want to, as I'm getting more exposure, kind of like work with as many people as I can, just set the best message that I can as a person to everybody around me but and then, everybody that likes my music. But then if you want to s- express a message... What do you say about the songs you say when you said you talk about pills and stuff in your song? What are your opinions on that, though? See, those are more of just like... I mean, if you listen to X's music, which is, like I said, one of my biggest right. inspirations, he has some songs where he's screaming about, you know, everything that's bad. Like, X, he also has those depressing songs that hit real things. Mm-hmm. That's how I am. I have those hype music, and then I have those real songs. It kind of separates what kind of audience that you like. Right. So what I hear from a lot of artists, artists lately, though, if they're just starting music or something, they're like, oh, I have a song for the club, song for the boys, mm-hmm. and song for the ladies, you know? Yeah. But that's what everyone says. What do you think people should be saying? What is something that can change with that? Do you think that's just the mainstream sound right now to sound Yeah, different? I feel like that's just the mainstream sound is... There's main genres in rap, like there's raps about females, there's raps about drugs, there's raps about heartbreak and suicide, like... Trapping, shooting yeah. guns, killing people, you know? Honestly, it's, it really depends. Is, impor- is it important for you to be different, though, or are you fine being part of like the wave that you see forming right now? Um, I feel like if you're the same as everybody else and your music's not really... There's no reason why your music's going to pop off. You have to be different, and you have to have a different vibe to be more exposed. Because people hear your sound, and then they're like, whoa, that's a new sound I've never heard before. Compared to every other rapper that's talking about the same things, and they're just like, well, I heard this literally the same verse in this song, too. Right. As an artist, though, if it's something that you're really serious about, do you think that your sound right now is different, or is it something you feel like you got to mature into individually like right now I feel like right now my sound is different and I feel like I haven't peaked into my full potential I gotta still work on my music and I'm still growing as an artist 
like I said, I only started making music last January. Right. What made you want to make music like starting last January versus when you said you made a song like freshman year? What was the gap? Why? Because from freshman year to I think it was junior year, there wasn't really an idea of a studio to go to. And then, like I said, my best friend, SFE Lowlife, he was like, yo, I just found the studio, which was the Cocoon House. Shout out to Camber. He, like, mixes most <laughs> yeah, of everything. Yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Got those dogs, bro. And he does everything free. So <laughs> I was like, yo, okay, I'll go to the studio with you. Cocoon House. And the first song I ever recorded, it's on my SoundCloud and everything, but it's not actually my song. I'm just a feature. But I was so excited because that was my first song. I had to post it, too. Right. And it's at, like, s- almost 7K. Are people up north pretty welcoming to one another, or are they pretty reserved? No. They no, they're very <laughs> hostile. No, up in yeah. Everett, especially in Everett, if you show someone yeah. else your music, they'll like they'll look at you funny. They yeah. won't even tap on your link. They, hmm. You ask them to put on your story, they won't leave you on read and shit. Like, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's hard in Everett, and Mary's yeah. will do. It's scummy. It all depends on your style. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to break out of these little walls that are formed throughout Seattle. Hell it's yeah. it may get sound repetitive, but everyone's seeing the same thing about these walls, you know, and that's why it's important to break it down. That's why it's important to go to you know, even a venue out in Tacoma, even if you're all the way in Marysville, find mm-hmm. a ride to go out oh, to Tacoma yeah. to perform. Places like that is really important to do. But um as long as you have an important as long as you have a support system that is with you with your music and you have to surround yourself with people who are willing to say this song sounds trash. Not yeah. everything is going to be good. Not every interview is going to be good. And not everything you're aware is going to be good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you have to have people, you can't have yes people when it comes to music. Got to have opinions. Yeah. Good yeah. Opinions are important. But there's also a very big difference between having so, opinions and, and criticism hate. and then yeah. having hate. Are you receptive to criticism though? I am. If people like are actually going into detail and why they don't like my song and they're respectful about it, then I'm like, okay, you know, I'll take into consideration what they said and I'll work on it on my next song. Right. But if they just come at me and they're like, your music's garbage, you should fucking kill yourself. Like I've had mu- messages like that, yeah, and it's fun. like, whoa, <laughs> that's just fun. like I'm just making a song out here and yeah. they're telling me to kill myself. Like really? Right. Uh, I, I honestly, there are people that make makes music just to hop on the wave, but still, even putting out anything is better than not putting out anything at all. You exactly. know, but I've been hearing and I've met him too. I've heard a lot about like Camber Rose, you know, yeah, and like how people are like, oh yeah, that's my go-to producer. He's a really mm-hmm. cool guy. But when it comes to that though, do you think people in Everett all start to sound the same because they have the same producer? Oh no, no, because everybody has their own like voice, you know. Like, my voice sounds completely different from JJ's. Yeah. Even with the same producer, it's yeah. completely yeah, different. Like, on the song Chopsticks, we got, like, yeah. seriously, the flow changes, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's important, you know? Very. What do you think Little Mosey is for Seattle, though? Do you think any of these artists right now, when it comes to Macklemore, Little Mosey, Travis Thompson, Sir Mix-a-Lot, mm. do you think any of these guys truly define Seattle right now and if they don't right now do you think they did at a certain point I think that they all have very big impacts on how people look at Seattle in a negative point of view or a good point of view for both Hmm. very much both like you know there is a lot of artists that will look at Lil Mosey and a lot of people that will look at Lil Mosey and think he is one of the best rappers in the game right now but there's also other people are like dude he's this age there's no reason why he should have this much money yeah, take the mic from him. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't want to have that hostility. Yeah, no. No negativity. 
And I think, honestly, with Macklemore, he is a face yeah, of our hip-hop. I don't look at Lil Mosey as face of Seattle. I look at Macklemore. does stuff His for sound, though, Lil Mosey's sound, though, is, is yeah. something that kind of defines For the new wave. Yeah. But Macklemore has done so much for Seattle yeah. that nobody really notices. Like, he's been for so real. mainstream for all these years, and it's just been under our nose, and shit, nobody's really known it. Like, yeah. So do you think people like Little Mosey and look up to him, or is it the fact that he blew up out of Seattle and people think because he made it out of Seattle with that sound, That's that if, the they sound out, if they sound like him, then they can blow up too? It's a little mix of both. Yeah. Like, I feel like people are, like, thinking they can make it no matter what, and everybody thinks it's so easy because they see a local artist do it, but right. it's really not that easy. Mm-hmm. Just on that one album, I spent probably around $800 just on studio sessions, and then... Luckily, I didn't even have to pay for my cover art or anything. I had a homie do that for me for free, and the features were all for free, too. So I couldn't even imagine paying for all of that, too. It's really expensive to try and make it out here. What's the importance of Seattle to you and being part of this new Seattle wave? When I say the Seattle wave, I don't mean the mainstream wave. I think the Seattle wave is an actual wave that Mm -hmm. everyone's going to propel forward with. Yeah, I feel like... Everybody's gonna pretty soon hop on Seattle artists just like Chicago's artists and New York artists and Cali artists because we are as big as those cities and states and we have an opportunity to make something out of what we've made our music. It all starts with the history. Like we yeah. started the grunge thing like in the nineties. Yes. So I mean that's, that's where it all came from. That's true. What is some advice that you have for some up and coming Seattle artists? There is going to be a lot of hate as you go along throughout your career. And I've only been here for less than a year, and I've been told so many hate things and a lot of t- people talking shit. But there's also a lot of people that will hit me up and be like, yo, your music's amazing. Like, I fucking love listening to you. And people will listen to me like a normal artist. Like, I don't look at myself as a famous person, and I never will. And there's people that are actual artists that never will look at themselves as famous people, too. It's just... I could have a conversation with anybody and have a good time and it doesn't matter who you are. And as long as you keep that mentality and keep that vibe and keep pushing positivity, then you will make it no doubt. Just you have to keep pushing and striving to be the best that you can be. Mm -hmm. And I think artists need to realize, even if they're not the ones to make it, the fact that they're making music inspires other people to make it. Yeah. I've had people look at me and be like, yo... since you're making music, it kind of has made me want to make music. And I'm like, that's dope. For sure. What are some final words you have for Seattle? Um, I love my fucking Seattle. I love the Seahawks. Uh, stay up. Follow me on Instagram, The Real Young Germ. I'm also on all platforms, including SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, Under Young Germ. And make some dope-ass TikToks with my shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, gotta promote TikTok. That's funny. Yeah, you gotta promote TikTok. I mean, look at how many people are blowing up in TikTok. Yeah, for real. It's big as fuck. It's a smart way to 2019. I know this girl, she has like 77K, almost 80K. One of her videos has 1 million views. I'm like, damn. What's your newest album called again? It is Open Your Eyes. Because there's an original backstory to that. My rap name when I first started was Eyes. And I used to call myself Eyes because everybody would look at me and the first thing that they'd notice about me, my best feature, is my eyes. <laughs> and so everybody called me, like, nobody would actually call me Eyes, but, like, everybody knew me from my eyes. <laughs> and then as I started making more music, 
a lot of people were hitting me up and like, no, you should be Young Germ. Like, Young Germ sounds way better than Eyes. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. It's what people want. So I changed my name to Young Germ. Well, Young Germ, this is DJ Blake and... We out, Young Germ. There we go. DJ Blake.